This afternoon I'm chatting with Dr. Emma Campbell, who's CEO at ACOS, CACT, Council of Social Services. Thanks for joining me, Emma. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, I read your media release from ACOS about the growth and renewal program that is looking to mandatory remove people, 314 tenants, from their homes. And you've said that the manner in which this has been done is uh, brutal and not respectful of the tenants. Do you want to expand on that? Yes, you're right. I've used very strong language in my media release, and that's because I think it reflects uh, the experiences of many of the public housing tenants uh, that have received these letters over the past week or so. We know of people in their 60s, 70s and 80s, people with chronic illness, people with mental health problems, people with disability, who anyway face vulnerability, but have been caused deep distress and concern through the receipt of a letter saying that they will have to leave their home. We've been working with the ACT government on the growing and renewing program for some time, providing advice to them about how to work with tenants in a respectful and safe way. Uh, And it's my view that the advice of ACOS and perhaps other organisations as well has not been listened to. There are some tenants, indeed many tenants, who might actually wish to leave their current home uh, and find something more appropriate. But it is the way that Housing ACT have gone about contacting tenants. Um, Tenants deserve to have advocates. They deserve to have people representing them so that they are on an equal footing with Housing ACT when they are discussing uh, this very, very uh, sensitive and difficult topic. Mm. And uh, I think people who went into housing expected a, a security of tenure as well when they signed their Uh, rental agreements, some of them many, many years ago. I'm a public housing tenant and I signed my rental agreement 25 years ago and it's quite horrifying to receive a letter which I got uh, before Christmas last year and I'd subsequently received uh, letters at the end of uh, 2020 when the project was actually a voluntary program but over the Christmas period, somehow or other, the stance is now that it's mandatory. They're not getting enough people moving out of their homes so that they can sell them off. So it's quite shocking, and I totally agree with you, that the way that this has been managed is inappropriate and distressing for tenants who've got vulnerabilities and perhaps who've had other experiences, which they probably documented when they actually applied to take up public housing. So what supports are available for tenants, Emma? Yes, I mean, there are some tenants who have been promised that they had that particular home for life. Um, And it's because of those types of stories and the deep distress that many people are facing that ACOS has uh, spoken out so strongly on this issue. We would encourage uh, anyone who's received this letter to contact Canberra Community Law. Uh, There are 
other contacts, including ADACAS and Advocacy for Inclusion, uh, which can offer support to people with disability or older people, uh, and also Council on the Aging, COSA. I also welcome calls to ACOS. Although we can't represent individuals, I'm very keen to hear stories of people who have received these letters so that we can use it in our general advocacy to challenge housing ACT about the way that they have implemented the Growing and Renewal Programme. Mm. Well, I did a show on it in December last year because I was so distressed and I felt that it was, uh, you know, there must be other people out there who are distressed. But for me, the concern is that it's the land that I, my little place is on was once not really thought of as anything, but suddenly the value of it has gone up. And I believe this is what is behind removing people, although the argument has been from housing authority, that some of these houses, of they're, they're, they're past their use-by date uh, Coming from another country like Ireland where we've got castles that are 300 years old, it's funny to hear this sort of language that houses are past their use-by date. Is that just spin or is there some actual genuine truth behind what they're saying about the state of homes? Well, I mean, one of the, one of, one of the difficulties of this program and one of the things we have concerns about is it's unclear the basis upon which housing ACT have selected the particular homes mm. um, and tenants who are receiving these letters. And indeed, many of the properties are located on very high-value land. Look, there are some properties that are dilapidated, have not been well-maintained, um, and do need serious renovation. I uh, And... Uh, I would call on Housing ACT to either remedy those properties um, or in some cases where a tenant may be interested in moving or finding more appropriate housing to work with them, but in a way that they are properly represented and have advocates with them so that they are on an equal footing with uh, Housing ACT in their discussion and negotiations um, about their future housing needs. Yeah, it's uh, quite a thing to be under threat of losing your home, particularly if you suffered homelessness before you became a, a public housing tenant. And so quite uh, quite something and um, great advice there that people need the right supports in place. One of the things that I note in the letters I received was that it said that meet your needs, but nobody's actually asking me what my needs are. So that's, that's, that's right. And we know that uh, many tenants have pets. Um, they've invested significant amounts of their own money uh, in renovating and changing homes with the permission of housing ACT uh, so that they've set themselves up appropriately for uh, their individual needs. We know that many of the homes have been changed to meet uh, mobility requirements. And we also know that many tenants are living in locations near family who they are either caring for or being uh, cared for by, uh, or are well connected to their community and have given huge amounts over the past decade to their local community and therefore want to stay uh, in that home, in that suburb, uh, where they have a large support network and a strong connection. Mm. 
But there's also the concern, I understand, that some of the households that have chosen to move, of those 62 households are still waiting to be rehomed. So there's a lack of housing. It doesn't make sense sitting back. Yeah. The cost-effectiveness of this, moving people around uh, like pieces on a chessboard, um, when there isn't enough housing and then the are, are the new houses, are they in better quality? Do they have double glazing? Do they have solar on the roof? There's all these sort of talking about they're, they're going to be cheaper and warmer and so forth, but actually do they really meet the standards of the 21st century? Look, I mean, there are currently 3,000 families and individuals languishing on the government uh, housing waiting list. We know that there's a four-year wait for uh, on the standard housing waiting list and a year on the priority waiting list. So understanding where people will be moved to, it, well, it's difficult to understand uh, where, the, the, where the properties are uh, that these tenants would be moved to. Look, ACT Housing are building new properties, I, I have to say, from what I've seen of their new properties, they're very high quality uh, and meet uh, very high standards around energy efficiency and so on. And look, as we've talked about, there may be some individuals who, when given options of uh, new and appropriate housing, would choose to move from their current location uh, to a new property. But the the point that I continually go back to is that it should be about choice. Mm. The discussion should be broached in a respectful and safe way. And tenants should be given appropriate access to well-resourced advocacy services and legal services so that they're on an equal footing mm. with housing ACT. And also, I would make the point that our members, people like Canberra Community Law, COTA, ADICAS and AFI, need to be appropriately resourced uh, and funded so that they can provide those services. Mm. I really appreciate you giving me your time. I just have one last thing to ask. Was legislation changed so that this movement of tenants could be mandated? And that some tenants who've said, no, I don't want to move. Uh, they're being portrayed as being problematic tenants who are doing the wrong thing. But was legislation changed so that this could be mandated? Because prior to this, it was a voluntary program. My understanding is that the government has actually quite uh, wide powers under existing legislation around this. Uh, ACOS is not uh, a legal, a legal organisation or we don't have expertise in, in uh, tenancy law. And that's why I think it's really important that mm. individual tenants get in contact with Canberra Community Law mm. uh, or other advocates so that they can have their individual circumstance reviewed and they can access the appropriate advice uh, should they should housing ACT progress with actions to move them from their home. Mm. Thank you, Emma. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for covering this.